We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become the new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes. Stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for the podcast. Are you looking to start your journey in podcasting but not sure how? Kangaroo Firm Media Lab got you covered. Everything you need to know in launching and growing your podcast is here. Book a call now at kangaroofirm.com. By the way, I just released my ebook Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to mikosantos.co/freebook. That is m i k o s a n t o s.co/freebook. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com a kangaroo fern production. My advice to them is probably a just start. Um, I my mentor always, um, you know, had the line "ready, fire, aim." So just get ready, fire, and work it out as you go along. Like that. Let's just work out, you know, what needs to happen next as we've gone along. Because I think sometimes we spend too much time gearing up to start a business when at the end of the day, we still don't really know whether there's any buyers out there. You know, does someone actually want the product or the service that you are going to provide and B, do they want it from you? So I think sort of um, doing that research on who your ideal client is and, you know, where do they hang out then? So once you find out who your ideal client is, how do you get that marketing message to them? Is it podcasting? Is it social media? Is it email marketing? Um, you know, is it paid radio ads? The Tribe Podcast Show is a production of Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, which is all about supporting you to start and build a thriving business. Tribe Podcast on Ozpod Syndicate. Jen Donovan, a marketing thought leader, change maker, coach, and mentor for small businesses, keynote speaker, and podcaster with a small business made simple, have 127 episodes and growing, a founder of social media and marketing Australia, and also a founder of extremely successful community Facebook group, Buy From a Bush Business, which over 318,000 members, and a co-founder of Spend With Us, an Australia's answer to Amazon, but only for rural and regional small business. Jen takes her client from invisible to invincible, and also a community leader and a community believer is on a mission to ensure the lost art of human-to-human marketing and a community are seated firmly in everyone's marketing strategy in 2021 and beyond. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Please welcome on Tribe Podcast under Ospod Syndicate 2020 Oz 
Mompreneur Making a Difference Gold Award winner, Jen Donovan. How are you today? Uh, I'm awesome. Thank you. It's always very hard to listen to your own bio back to you, but thank you. That's, uh, that's lovely. It's great to be here. Thank you so much. We know that you've been creating a very successful Facebook community group to help small business. Can you take us back? How did you get to where you are now? Um, so I actually started my career in law. So I, um, out of uni, uh, started in law and I actually um, niched down into property law, so conveyancing. Um, and that was kind of what I specialised in. I live on a farm in rural New South Wales. So where I live, there is no court system. Um, that's about an hour away. So I had a choice of family law or property law. So I chose um, property law. So I did that for probably, gosh, must have been 17 years or so that I did that. And um, my best friend and I were sort of having a couple of bottles of wine one night and we decided that we didn't want to do our corporate jobs anymore. We wanted to do something different. So we threw in our corporate job and we bought a retail business. We bought a rundown retail business. We had no real retail experience except for perhaps our after school jobs when we were at school. Um, And that's pretty much where I found my passion for marketing and social media. We bought a business to be our own bosses. We soon learned that small business is tough. Small business is really hard and it's not necessarily something you just get to play with if you want to be successful. Um, So yeah, that was kind of where my love for social media and marketing came from. When I was in retail, when I started in retail, uh, Facebook didn't have all the algorithm problems that it seems to have now. Uh, I don't even know if Instagram existed. So the landscape, you know, has definitely changed a lot. And I've just loved continually to learn, um, you know, what's next and what's happening in the world and what's working and what's not. And so when we sold that shop, which is probably about four, five years ago now, I started doing this. So I created a company, um, Social Media and Marketing Australia, and I've started teaching small business owners how to market themselves. Um, I don't do people's social media for them. I teach them about social media and about marketing. I'm pretty passionate about email marketing as well as social media marketing. But my goal with this business is just to make people have marketing a priority because if you want more people to buy from you, then more people need to know who you are as such. And I guess as far as my you know, buy from a bush business goes and spend with us, that's kind of all happened a little bit organically. I call that my kind of my side hustle. And it really started with uh, like I live on a farm, so farm in um, New South Wales. We've had horrific droughts here. And because I teach social media and marketing, I do a lot of traveling. And this particular week, I was traveling around New South Wales. Um, and it was the end of October, and everyone was really sad. No one was looking forward to Christmas because when you live in a small country town, if farmers don't have money, then the towns really struggle to have money. And everyone was just really sad. They knew Christmas wasn't going to be a a strong economic retail time. And I guess I just thought, well, if I started a Facebook group and invited all those people and then invited all my friends and they invited their friends, then maybe they could get more than the people who walk through their doors. 
And that was kind of the initial thought of it was just Instagram, buy from the bush hashtag was happening on Instagram, but a lot of small businesses in country towns didn't get Instagram. They didn't get how hashtags worked. So, but they kind of all got Facebook. So I'm, you know, my podcast is called Small Business Made Simple and I live that philosophy. I'm always thinking, how can I make it simpler for people? And so Facebook groups seem like the simplest option. I didn't know what I was creating though, Miko, I have to say. I thought I was just creating something small to help people for that one Christmas. I had no idea that I would end up, you know, 18 months later in sort of like an unelected mayor of an online city. <laughs> um, do you have any inspiration when you're creating this community group or influence? inspiration was just to try and help people and trying to help people in the simplest way I could. Like I said, buy from the bush was hashtagging on um, Instagram, but people didn't get how that worked. Whereas most people got how Facebook worked. Um, Most people, you know, sort of knew how to do a Facebook group. And, and I guess I just got, you know, thinking, well, if that's the simplest option, then let's make it simple. So my inspiration was kind of trying to help people in the most simplistic way that I could for free because Facebook groups are free and therefore, you know, trading through them is quite free as well. And then I I guess I was just inspired by the stories that I heard and, you know, how this group, this seemingly free Facebook group was really making a difference to people's lives and livelihoods. And um, Little did I know when I started it for, you know, drought-ravaged towns that bushfires we're on the way. Um, and then we had a pandemic or we still are having a pandemic. And then for rural New South Wales, we're also having a mouse plague on top of that. So, you know, like these rural communities just seem to be keep getting hit with the next thing. So if I can make someone's life a little bit easier or a little bit simpler or a little bit happier, then that's kind of the goal of the group. Thank you for that. I'm sure your success in your business has not come easily. So what has been the most, say, challenging things about starting your business? Yeah, probably um, a couple, two things have probably been the most challenging. I think, uh, I don't know if it's a woman thing or whether it's an entrepreneur thing, but that self-doubt, uh, you know, oh, I don't really know everything. Should I really be telling people what I do know? Like I'm not really an expert, that whole self-doubt that comes in. And that was quite prevalent at the start. I really didn't know, you know, I'd been in a, um, a partnership with another marketer at, for a couple of years through Melbourne. And like I worked really, through Melbourne but that wasn't kind of working out because I was away from home so long so much so um, so starting it um, by myself was a little bit scary and also I'd say a little bit of isolation is hard as well I think you know I, I do live in a rural community there isn't many people that in fact I don't know anybody I shouldn't say that I don't think I know anybody who lives in my rural community who has a podcast who does online webinars and that sort of thing like I've got plenty of friends who do outside my you know little community but I'm a little bit different so it was hard to find people to bounce ideas off or 
you know, to get direction from. Um, so I'd say probably self-doubt and a little bit of self-isolation or just isolation was probably some of the hardest things to come to overcome. Uh, and I think community is the one way out of both of those is creating or surrounding yourself with, you know, people who will push you and challenge you, but also people who will celebrate with you. Cause I think as small business owners, we don't really celebrate the small things enough and we definitely should. I know a lot of entrepreneurs, even they know they have they have knowledge on their specialists of being under category. Sometimes they also kick their imposter syndrome. In your case, as a social media marketer, have you experienced imposter syndrome and how you overcome this? Uh, the answer is 100% yes. And I'm not quite sure I've overcome it, Miko. I think, um, you know, there are days when I still feel like I'm an imposter um, and I still have that imposter syndrome happening. They are getting fewer and fewer further between, um, which I guess means that, you know, I'm, I'm honing my skills and I'm, you know, shutting down that self-doubt. But I think with imposter syndrome, I, yeah, I, I really do think that a lot of entrepreneurs have that. But I think it's also because we are forward thinkers. I think anyone who is a successful entrepreneur is thinking outside the box, who is thinking differently to other people or willing to, you know, do what other people are willing to do that's that's the glory of being an entrepreneur and to be totally honest I don't really like the the idea of being an entrepreneur um but you know it, it's what I am and it's what's working for me and I think I think entrepreneurship and imposter syndrome they almost go hand in hand for a little while because we are the people doing things a little bit differently so yeah I'm not quite sure I've, I'm over it yet I don't know if I'll ever get over it Miko but uh, we'll see <laughs> so you see you, you're saying you you have to be thinking out of the box why pushing yourself out of your comfort zone will, on, will only lead you to your greatness I, I think you know that uh, we've all seen that little uh, meme that comes over social media that says you know nothing you know staying in your comfort zone you know, nothing grand comes out of staying in your comfort zone and it's just so true like it, once you get out of your comfort zone it doesn't mean that everything's going to work. Um, I, I do have, you know, a saying and my, you know, one of my best friends keeps me on track with it. You know, we never, we never fail. We just either win or we learn. Like as entrepreneurs, I think no matter what we do, we're looking for the lesson. We're looking for the lesson in something like, yeah, okay, my podcast mightn't have worked or yeah, okay, you know, my mastermind program that I tried to do mightn't have worked or that product mightn't have sold, but what's the lesson? And, and normally as entrepreneurs, we, are smart enough and tough enough on ourselves to go yeah okay so it didn't work because I really didn't have my heart in it or I didn't really market it as much as I should have or I didn't talk about it as much leading up to the launch that I should have like we look for the lessons and I think that's what makes us different and that's what helps us to keep looking outside the box. What advice would you give to other women and especially mom just like you I'm thinking about starting a business sometimes mom is always if you see if you say mom some of them are always at home taking care of kids but they don't know where to start if they want to get their own business so what is your advice to them my advice to them is probably a 
just start. Um, I, my mentor always, um, you know, had the line ready, fire, aim. So just get ready, fire and work it out as you go along. Like that, let's just work out, you know, what needs to happen next as we've gone along. Cause I think sometimes we spend too much time gearing up to start a business when at the end of the day, we still don't really know whether there's any buyers out there. You know, does someone actually want the product or the service that you are going to provide and B, do they want it from you? So I think sort of um, doing that research on who your ideal client is and, you know, where do they hang out then? So once you find out who your ideal client is, how do you get that marketing message to them? Is it podcasting? Is it social media? Is it email marketing? Um, You know, is it paid radio ads? You know, there's so many different ways that you can get to your ideal client. Um, And also looking at your competition a little bit as well. I think doing a competitive analysis is one of the best things you can do, not only when you're starting out in business, but even when you're in business. Just, I'm, I'm not about copying what other people are doing, but sometimes just having a little peek over the fence and seeing what's happening over there can really help you um, in your own business as well. You know, if you're thinking about starting up a candle business, but there's 20 other candle businesses in your suburb, okay, so what's going to be different about yours? How are you going to make your candle business different? I'd say one of the best ways that you can make your candle business different is you because no one does you like you. So putting yourself front and center as part of that business will definitely help. But, you know, you've got to, if you wanted to do that, you've got to think outside the square. You know, there's a social media and marketing coach for probably every street of every corner in Australia. So how do I, you know, look different? How do I, um, you know, get seen in such a busy and noisy marketplace? You know, I'm still, you know, doing that every single day thinking what can I do different how can I get more traction how can I get out there and you know and be seen by more people Uh, and it's no different for any other business owner so my advice would be start and then my other advice would be do some research find out who your ideal client is and really discover what's going to make you different in the marketplace you're listening to tribe podcast and the Osport syndicate with our guest Jen Donovan we'll be right back Make your content accessible and exclusive to deaf community. Deaf and Third Training Services provided sign language interpretation for your vlog, podcasts, webinars, and other online content. Visit their website at deafandthirp.com. For an exclusive offer for our listener, go to deafandthirp.com and use the promo code HUMANISTA during checkout to get 10% discount on the training. For an exclusive offer for our listeners and watching this video, go to bit.ly slash deafenterp or bit.ly slash d-e-a-f-a-n-d-t-e-r-p and use the promo code HUMANISTA during checkout to get 10% discount. Our listeners get 10% discount on Filipino Sign Language Rookie Class by using the promo code HUMANISTA. Connect with your fans faster. ConvertKit helps you find your audience, turn them into true fans, and earn a living as a creator with our audience building and email marketing software. Social video generate 1,200% more share than text and image content combined. Check Headliners makes podcast marketing easy as one, two, three. Create unlimited podcasts for one monthly price. Invite team member. See your podcast stats and distribute to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Check them out at transistor.fm. 
Thanks so much for listening to and supporting the show. We spend a ton of time creating it. Please do consider supporting those who support us. We put all the deals, all the discount codes, everything all in one place. AustralianPodcastSyndicate.com slash partners is where you can find that. AustralianPodcastSyndicate.com slash partners. Again, do consider supporting those who support this show. This show is created in association with Kangaroo Firm Media Lab, Australia's independent podcast management agency. And now, back to Jen Donovan on Tribe Podcast under Ospod Syndicate. So you're saying you have to do, you have to niche your your business to, to make it successful. Yeah, niche or at least stand out from the crowd. Uh, it's at least got to be a little bit different. Like, you know, again, if we use candles, for instance, you know, candles all smell beautiful. You know, they're, they're all probably packaged quite beautifully. So what's going to make yours a little bit different? Um, you know, it, 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 where are you going to put it to stand out? And again, I would probably, like I know in your little introduction, we talked a little bit, you um, introduced a little bit the concept of human-to-human marketing. Um, that is something I'm really passionate about. And basically it just means showing up in your own business, not hiding behind a logo, not hiding behind the product or service that you sell, but actually being front and center and showing people who you are, what you stand for and why you are doing what you're doing. And I think if we use candles as an example, that's how you can stand out. You're talking about why you make those candles, why they're different, how they're going to benefit the person who buys them and and your story behind how you got there. How did you get to be a candle making business? I think that all ties into standing out from the crowd. So niche possibly, um, but also just you know humanizing your brand because people do business with people they know like and trust so you're saying the art of human to human marketing i'm a little bit interested in on that concept is yep. that is this is this like a personal branding and a business branding or that's a different scenario it's a little bit of a combination of both. So it's personal branding within your business, I guess. It's, um, you know, if we look at the fundamentals of, uh, you know, who we buy from as humans, as, you know, who you buy from and who I buy from, there's almost an element of, you know, the person who owns the business is the person we like, or, you know, we like the person who's serving us if it's a multinational or something like that. So we have that human connection with somebody or to that business somehow. We do business with people that we feel align with our own business values, you know, um, you know people who have the business values of, oh, I don't know, without being controversial, I don't want to use any business values, uh, but, you know, people who, uh, yeah, have d- we just align ourselves with business values that we have, you know, people who don't want to buy products um, and only want to buy Australian made products will shop with people who make Australian made products over and above people who don't make Australian made products. And they'll often do that with the people that they know who makes the products. So if the person who, you know, makes the knitted shawl or is making the fire pit or something like that, they have that connection with them. And so I think it is very much personal branding, yes, but it's done within your business branding um, concepts and strategies as such. I just think every business should have a human face. And unless you've got big budget, 
gadgets, like the people who have the golden arches, um, we, that's the way we can stand out. You know, no one does you like you. So you need to become part and front and center of what your business is and what it stands for. Thank you so much for that uh, more elaborate explanation about human to human marketing. It's a little bit um, a different um, concept because most of most of now are especially the big brand doesn't have like that human to human connection. So what has been... Which is a really good way of being competitive against multinationals. Small business owners have that advantage of being able to connect with people on a more human level. So it's actually a really good win for small business over multinational. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, so what has been the best thing about starting your own business? Aside from helping the small business to get up and get running on their marketing because some small business doesn't know what to do. They have a, they have a retail shop, but they don't know. They don't have it. Some, some of them doesn't have any website. Some of them doesn't know what is Facebook. So yeah. Um, probably for me having my own business, one of the best things is that I get to make the rules as I go along. Um, I think that I am almost unemployable now. I don't think I could turn up to an office Monday to Friday, nine to five. Um, I, I've got a little bit used to making my own hours. And it's not that us entrepreneurs, we don't work hard, but sometimes we might take the afternoon off and then work till two o'clock in the morning because that's, you know, what suits us or that's when we've come up with this most creative idea and things like that. So I've enjoyed um, my own business for that reason, for personal personal reasons, being able to make my own hours and also being able to work with who I want to work with. Um, I do, you know, probably three or four discovery calls a week with potential clients. Um, And some of them just aren't my people. Um, And at the end of the call, you know, you get that vibe and you kind of like, yep, okay, I don't really think we can work together. Whereas if you're working with someone else, you just get the file or, you know, especially in law, you get the file, whether you like it or not type of thing, you know, you just need to do the work. So I enjoy working with people who want to work with me and who really want to, up their business and are willing to listen, are willing to make changes. And more than anything, marketing is about test and measure. It's not a mathematical science. It doesn't have an answer like mathematics does. It has a, you know, swings and roundabout what works and what works and what doesn't work. But also realizing in three months time that mightn't work anymore and you need to go back to the drawing board and try a different strategy and to me that's what makes marketing just so beautiful I love the test and measure of um, marketing thank you so much for that before we wrap up the our podcast show um, can you give us an overview of your podcasts and and the advice shared during a typical a typical episode of your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's a really tough question because I've got 130 episodes. I'm not quite sure any of them have a typical theme. Well, I take that back back actually. My theme is simplicity. So my podcast is called Small Business Made Simple and that is my goal to make business just a little bit simpler for you because 
business is hard. It's not easy, but it should be a little bit simpler. So I'm always wanting to share a tip or a trick on how you can make your business life a little bit simpler. Um, whether that be, you know, a, a, um, a guest that I might have on that might talk about uh, a new type of strategy for marketing that you might not have thought of, but you know, that really might appeal to you, um, such as, you know, podcast interviews or something like that, or whether it's a step-by-step process of, um, you know, how do, uh, I don't know, how to use Instagram reels, for instance, maybe it's, you know, a bit of a step-by-step along there, um, giving you three or four action points to try. And then other episodes are just a little bit of, um, I guess, uh, you know, marketing counseling almost like, you know, we need to make this as a priority and this is why it needs to be a priority and this is how it can help your business. So some of my, my episodes are a little bit of a, a nudge as such, um, you know, just to make it a priority and stop making it a sometimes um, activity because, you know, it doesn't work as a sometimes activity. And so, yeah, that's kind of, they generally, they're between probably 15 minutes and half an hour, depending. um, My guests tend to um, be longer episodes than my solo episodes, but um, yeah. That's about the overview and you can basically find it wherever you listen to um, podcasts in your favorite podcast app where you might listen to this one. So what is your big plan in the future on your business? (laughs) Oh, what's my big plan? To be honest with you, for the last 18 months, one of my biggest goals is to do more speaking. I want to do more speaking. I love the one-to-many business model. I like to stand, you know, and, and teach someone. I love the aha moments that people might have in the crowd. It's like, oh, man, that makes so much sense now. But, of course, I keep getting interrupted by this pandemic, so that goal just keeps getting pushed. Even though I'm doing lots of webinars, I'd like to eventually get um, on more stages, um, uh, you know, to do to travel and to talk to people. So that's probably one big goal. And I guess my other goal is just to, um, yeah, just keep being happy and keep putting my word out there and keep helping small business owners, um, especially rural small business owners, rural and regional ones. And that's why we have the marketplace, which is kind of like our little Amazon, but only for rural and regional businesses. So sort of helping more small business owners in rural areas get their business on the map in front of more and more people. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't like to forward plan any more past about 12 months, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. One day, you know, certainly getting onto some um, boards like rural women's boards and things like that to make a difference. I think that's what my life purpose is, is trying to just make a difference to other people's lives in a good way. Do you have any final advice or anything else you want to share to our listener and audience, especially women who is thinking of being an entrepreneur, getting into the entrepreneur journey or space? Yeah, look, I I did say before, you know, just start, ready, fire, aim. The world needs more action takers. The world doesn't need more people thinking they are going to do something. But I also think... um, 
we need to surround ourselves with the right people. You know, there's an old saying, you know, you are the product of the five people you hang around the most. And I think it's just so true. And in business, it's even more true. If you can hang around with people who talk business and, you know, know business and perhaps are a little bit further along the business journey, it doesn't matter if they're not in the same industry as you, but just to be able to talk to people, you know, get ideas off people, shoot ideas around, you know, uh, over a cup of tea or a coffee or something like that. I think surrounding yourself with the right people is one way that you will expedite your journey into being a small business owner or a successful small business owner a lot quicker. You know, like I, I love my husband to death. We've been married 24 out for 24 hours, 24 years. Um, but um, you know, I don't necessarily talk business to him very often because he just doesn't get it. Um, whereas, you know, my best friends do. So I talk to them about business. So I think surrounding yourself with the right people and um yeah just taking some action just doing it and see where it goes and look for the lessons where can our listener audience who is watching here on facebook and youtube and vimeo connect with you online yeah so my website is socialmediaandmarketing.com.au so you can come over there and see everything there is to see you can listen to my dulcet tones on the small business made simple podcast otherwise um yeah i'd love to connect with you on um instagram so i'm at jen donovan underscore over there but yeah just reach out i'm i'm fairly visible on most most platforms so you'll find me somewhere for sure all right thank you so much Jen Donovan, and thank you for guesting to try podcasts under Osborne Syndicate. Thank you. See you. No worries. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for listening and watching. Make sure to visit our website at australiapodcastsyndicate.com. Be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or Facebook. If you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Ospod Syndicate on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I love to chat with you over on Instagram. Follow me at The Sidestrip and join us today on Facebook. Search Rebounds Australia, where can entrepreneurs figure out how to turn their dreams into reality. Be a member supporter and get a bonus content at australiapodcastsyndicate.com slash support us. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Or maybe you already have one but need a podcast manager to help you level up. Book now at kangaroofirm.com. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. 
book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com